Today's guest is Tina Kramer of Simple Learning LLC, and it's a subject really near and dear to my heart. Um, I have two daughters. One of them has suffered, and unfortunately, I think I led to that suffering by not understanding what she's been going through. And it's something that's so common today. Um, she struggles with ADHD, ADD, depression, anxiety, and Tina Kramer is an educator who has figured it out. I. I am so grateful that she came on and hope you guys enjoy the show. Hi, I'm Rebecca Hidalgo Reigns and you're listening to Grateful Heart. I started this show to help educate my clients on the real estate market and it's evolved into so much more. I found that I love talking to people and I love learning new things. While our expertise is still on the health of the housing market, we want to focus on the health and the well-being of our listeners as well. More specifically, where we reside in our hearts, in our minds and in our homes. The biggest purchase in our life just isn't a house. It's where we raise our children, start a new business, pray for our loved ones, and follow our dreams. It's even where we listen to our favorite podcast. When we are successful at home, everything else just falls into place, and we are so grateful for that. Home is where the grateful heart is. Thank you for joining us today. Hi, guys. I'm your host, Rebecca Hidalgo Reigns of Grateful Heart TV. And in studio today, I have none other than president of Simple Learning LLC, Tina Kramer. And I'm so excited to have you here. Thank you, Tina, for joining me. Absolutely. I'm excited to be here. Yes, it's so cool. So the reason why and you guys already heard the intro, but for me, it was dear and near to my heart having you come on. Because a few weeks ago, I was at a luncheon and met a, a friend of yours who now I'd like to call a friend of mine. And she mentioned this really cool little device that could maybe help my daughter. My, my youngest, I have two daughters. My youngest suffers from ADD, ADHD, and anxiety. And she's out of my house now, Tina. So it's really hard for me to give her the, the type of help that I would love to give her. As, like I used to be able to when she lived under my roof. Absolutely. And so that's why I was so excited and I bought her one of these beautiful things. Can you tell the audience what I'm holding? Absolutely. So that is a sound device. I used to be a classroom teacher. And when I was in the classroom, I figured out ways to hold my students' attention. Mm -hmm. So this started me thinking in terms of it was possible in the classroom. There had to be a way for me to be able to do it outside of the classroom. And so then invented the sound device. So literally what that does, there is a low intermittent sound that's heard every eight seconds. And then that sound is doing the same thing that I did as a classroom teacher of tapping them on the shoulder and saying, hey, where are you? Come back. Well, Come back out of your imagination. That's what, what it's supposed to work. That's how it's supposed to work. I didn't doing. even realize that. Doing, yes. So when you were, did you, did you feel then like your classroom students were primarily children that were suffering from some of the same things my daughter suffers from? Absolutely. So I was teaching in the international schools of Hong Kong. The students or the way the school was set up, they don't have the support there that we have here in the United States. Mm -hmm. And literally there was one point in time I heard my principal say there was a particularly challenged young man that actually came in and he's like, we don't know what to do with him. Put him in Tina's class. What? She'll figure it out. So over a third of my classes had some type of learning. Now, I say learning differences. I don't say learning uh, and, and we were definitely going to get to that because I know that was one of our points that we wanted to talk about today. So you said differences versus disabilities, and that is such a huge point because it really does go into your point number three, which we're going to get to after we do our commercial. But first off, the first question you put down for me to talk with you about is what is focus? 
maybe we should start there today since that's what you would do is, as you tapped your children in your classroom. Absolutely. So I tend to work with individuals that are perceptually gifted. Now, what do I mean by perceptually gifted? I love that. They have the ability to think in pictures. So they go off into their imaginations oftentimes to create, solve problems, overcome mm -hmm. challenges. And that going off into the imagination is actually part of the challenge or part of the problem. Depending on how you look at it, right? Yes. Because in my case, see, I was teaching. I was giving them new information, and I wanted them to be able to pay attention so they could gather the new information. Mm -hmm. But I was creating confusion because it was new information. And so then they would go off into their imagination looking at the pictures to be able to solve the problem. Okay, wait, wait. That was a lot. Can you please <laughs> repeat that? Because I, as you said it, I'm trying to imagine my own daughter going through that process and I've never heard it explained in such a manner. So kiddos with um, learning differences, yeah. sometimes do what, Tina? Like with the pictures in their brain and so they're trying to figure out new information? Yeah, so they tend to be perceptually gifted. I love that. So they think in pictures. Mm -hmm. So if they're gonna solve a problem, they're gonna go off into their imagination. Consider that they've got a Rolodex there okay. of information and so they're going out to solve the problem or make connections. Of what you're verbally telling them with what they're trying to figure out. Yes, so for them it's a natural reaction to any type of confusion. Really? Yes. Okay. The problem is if you're out into your imagination, so you may have realized with your daughter she gets this look on her face. All the time. I know my students did. Yeah. I would be like, where are you? Come back. <laughs> they would laugh and joke and they'd be like, ah, Mrs. Kramer, I squirreled. I have no idea what you just said. Can you repeat that again? I squirreled. And I love how they said that because that is like a normal thing. I see squirrels all the time. I think most of us do, <laughs> don't we? We do. This is actually something that we all do. However, if you have a learning difference, Mm -hmm. it happens to you a lot more to the point that it causes a challenge for you. That makes sense. So let me circle back around. They went off into their imagination to solve the problem. And then sometimes, because we don't teach this in the traditional school system. I've never had it explained to me this way. They don't come back. Or it can be an extended period of time before they come back. Because they would be needing to come back on their own if their teacher, like you, didn't recognize that they were off there and why they were off there. Because I think traditionally, and I'm guilty, I don't understand the differences that my daughter has gone through yeah. firsthand because I haven't experienced it myself. So, you know, I would sometimes lose patience and I would sometimes, you know, get after her. And I probably, and that's, this is what I said to my husband. We were sitting in that lunch where we met your friend. And I'm like, gosh, that was so good that we heard all that because there was a lady sitting across from us that as an adult now is sharing her experiences in school. And it was quite traumatizing. And I think my daughter went through all the same stuff and I just didn't recognize the signs or know how to help. Well, and I know for myself, it was much later in life that I was actually diagnosed with ADD. Oh, okay. So, so you got a much better understanding. Yes. And my school experience as well was quite challenging. Now, I spent a lot of time hiding. So, you know, I was the kid that, oh, that was... that makes me want to cry hearing that. I was the kid that was very well behaved because if I kept you happy, then you would never expect the challenges I was experiencing. Now, I got good grades, but what the what nobody knew was the amount of work I was doing at home behind the scenes. To try to get those good grades. Yes, because I would basically take the information the teachers gave me mm -hmm. and then I would study and memorize and go over and over and over again. Which is when awesome. I because most kiddos won't have that maybe stamina mm. 
to do that? I don't know. You tell me because you understand it a lot better than I do. I'm just here to learn from you today, Tina. It depends. Everybody is unique. Um, is however, my students that have learning differences tend to be am among the hardest working individuals. I bet. Because they're doing so much behind the scenes to compensate for what their experience is that mm -hmm. nobody really understands. Well, you know, it kind of reminds me. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come back here in a moment. But it reminds me of this post I grabbed off your Instagram, you know, hearing us talk about this switcher mentality from I'm broken and helpless to I'm growing and healing and watch how your life changes for the better. Because it's, it's a perception, both of the individual who maybe suffers from the differences and not being understood, right? And their parents and their teachers and people who love them, like it just depends how we look at it. Yes, absolutely. And so oftentimes across the board, no matter the learning difference. Now, when I talk about learning differences, usually it's <clears throat> symptoms associated with dyslexia, ADD, ADHD, mm -hmm. and then the autism spectrum. But we know across the board, it affects self-esteem. Oh, for sure. I mean, that's probably the thing that my daughter suffers the most from. Mm -hmm. And she's always had challenges making friends as a result, too, mm -hmm. which I'm sure goes hand in hand, because if you're not feeling good, it's hard to attract people around you if, you know, they don't necessarily want to be around people who don't feel good. Well, and you're almost always second guessing yourself. Up in and your then, head. And then when you're in, in the relationships and you're trying to make the connections, if you're constantly second guessing what you're doing, we also get into some social anxiety. Oh, yeah. And yeah. that's, I mean, and I know I keep bringing up my daughter. I know she's because she's close to me, but... Mm -hmm. You hear it everywhere you go. Like at that luncheon where I met your friend, like throughout the table, people were, you know, sharing their experiences. And so many people suffer from anxiety who maybe weren't on the spectrum or having those challenges in school. Anxiety is such a huge thing today. What do you think that comes from? Well, so part of it is from the pressure of, like you said, trying to succeed, trying to compensate with mm -hmm. not having everything that you you, you the need. Tools, yeah, right? everything you need and the understanding that you need. And then the other thing is when you're perceptually gifted, your mind tends to go very quickly. Yeah. They think 32 pictures minimum per second. How is that possible? <laughs> That's a second. That's part of the gift, though. Wow, 32. So you personally, because you've had those um, differences, yes, right? You see 32 images in a second like that? It happens so quickly. It's not like you can actually count one, two, three. Right. But the studies actually support and wow. say that they actually do think that quickly. So a mind that is going that fast uh -huh. tends to be in the future. And then when we live in the future... Um, it paralyzes you from the current. And then, yes, and then the anxiety sets in. Oh, that may, seriously, I'm like want to cry right now, just like oh. listening to all of this. Um, another one, which is really what we're talking about right now, ADHD, the energy to do anything because you're oh, so going so fast, right? But the focus to accomplish nothing. Yeah, so that focus is jumping around. Um, and let's go back to the yeah, focus because what the sound device is actually doing is pulling that focus into the here and now. So we're actually present. Now, if we're present and we've set a goal, uh -huh. I want to clean my room. <laughs> hey, I've seen that child of mine. She broke her phone from uh, Verizon. Yes. It was amazing how quickly she figured out how to get another one. 
So when she's on point and focused and wants whatever it is, there is no stopping that child. Well, see, and that's where there's, you see the lack of confusion. See, I know what I want. I know how I can figure it out and I'm on, I'm on track. Right. So that's what they are capable of oh, yeah. when they get the information that they need. So we've eliminated the confusion. Mm-hmm. I want that phone. Yeah. <laughs> Can't live without it. Cannot. It, so yeah. I know how to get it. And so oftentimes you see they get accused of, well, if you really want something, you <gasps> can figure it out. If you really want, then you can accomplish it. So I'm why so can't you keep that. your room clean? Why can't you get your homework done? Mm-hmm. And that's where we're... Why was your desk always messy at school? Like, I, go, I would get those comments from her teachers all the time. Yes. Now, there's a very specific concept that's part of the programs that I offer, and it is called order and disorder. Mm-hmm. They're a dichotomy. Mm-hmm. And oftentimes, we find in learning differences that they are incomplete. That's one of the things that need to be taught, that needs to be taught okay. that they don't typically get. So... How do you go through that part of the process? Because that's really fascinating to me. So there are 10 basic concepts okay. that I teach. If you think in terms of an inverted pyramid, mm-hmm. the first one, we're actually start, starting with the identity of self. Because when our body, our physical body... Wow. That's, our, that's some big stuff, Tina. Our physical body, our mind, mm-hmm. and then our energy are all in harmony, mm-hmm. then we're focused and we're present and we're in the now. Hmm. So that's the first one I actually start with. Uh, my clients tend to listen to the sound device for at least two weeks before I start actually working with them. So do you recommend that they wear this 24-7 or are they wearing it just when they sleep at night? Um, in the beginning, we start now. Everybody is different, but mm-hmm. I always have everybody start with just 20 minutes building up to two hours a day. Oh, Let me say that again. They start 20 minutes, 20 minutes and then they build up to two hours a day. So that's a big deal because here I'm like, read the instructions, kid. Let me know how it is. You know, <laughs> terrible. And no wonder she didn't get behind it the way I needed her, you know, way I would have loved. I shouldn't say I needed the way I would have loved to have seen her. And then typically do not wear it at night. Do not wear it at night. Okay. So when they're wanting to do homework, when they have goals, there are specific things that they're trying to do, that's when you're going to wear okay. the sound device. So yeah, she should have heard that before I gave it to her. So all right, we'll I'm going to make sure she over. watches. Yeah, we're starting over. <laughs> Repeat, redo. And, he, and I did tell Tina, I, we're going to go to commercial break here in a hot second, but I did tell Tina, if my daughter does not get behind this, I'm happy to give it to the first person who messages me from watching the show. So if you're interested in this, compliments of Grateful Heart, if my daughter doesn't use it, you might get it. Just saying, we're going to be right back from commercial break. If you're looking for a mortgage, you need a personalized plan, not a click button get mortgage option. My team and I have saved families thousands by proactively planning their home purchase or a refinance. Buying a home is a huge decision and it deserves a strategic approach. My team and I provide a comprehensive mortgage plan, including a complete credit analysis outlining the steps needed to improve your credit score and help you qualify for the best rates and terms in the market. Visit us at tkteam.us today. We'll ensure you get the best guidance so you can make the best decisions. The TK Team, moving you forward. 
Hi, I'm Rebecca Hidalgo Reigns with Berkshire Hathaway Home Services, and I've been selling homes here in the Valley for over a quarter of a century. I want to say that experience truly matters. So when you're looking for a realtor to help you either buy or sell your biggest purchase of your life, I hope you'll consider using me. My experience doesn't matter near as much as my clients. So I do dare you to Google me and I promise you'll see nothing but fantastic reviews because I really do truly care to help navigate you and your family to the very best experience you'll ever have with buying a home. Have you been thinking about buying a new house or refinancing your existing mortgage? Interest rates are still around historically low levels. Why pay a higher rate when you don't have to? Call Joe Smith, me, at Epic Mortgage LLC, 602-741-4121 for a free mortgage quote or pre-qualification. Epic Mortgage LLC is a locally owned, independent mortgage brokerage that provides low-cost options for its customers. Independently owned means low overhead, so you get the best rates, fees, and service. Keep more of your money. Brokers are better. Realtor recommended for over 20 years. Contact me, Joe Smith, at Epic Mortgage today, 602-741-4121. Whether purchasing a home or refinancing, we know you have choices when it comes to choosing a title company. Navi Title Agency is the leading source for all title, escrow, and marketing needs. With access to the largest title insurance underwriter, Navi Title facilitates successful closings and protects clients from fraud. Creating solutions that save time and money for everyone. Ask your realtor or loan officer today about using Navi Title on your next real estate transaction. Navi Title Agency is locally owned and operated in the state of Arizona. Okay, we're back from break. And Tina, you got to step one, and then I asked if we could go to break. So let's go with step number two. So after we begin working through the concepts, mm-hmm. those specific concepts, there are 10 of them, then we actually implement and then they practice. Practice is a part of every day. Right. Because um, the individuals I work with, they tend to be overwhelmed. They tend mm-hmm. to be incredibly busy people and they don't need me to complicate their life. So I can actually take these basic concepts and they can practice it in their everyday. So let's say we're taking a look at the um, concept of change. That's Uh one of the basic ones that I start with. Then we, uh, if they like toast in the morning, we talk about the change of having that soft bread, putting it in the toaster and then it coming out as toast. And Mm -hmm. then we add jam or we add peanut butter. Mm -hmm. We talk about the changes of going from day clothes to night clothes. Mm And just everyday life, because mm-hmm. neurotypical individuals, now I don't like the term normal. No, I get so it. So I say neuroty- neuro- neurotypical. Typical. They tend to learn these experiences from, or tend to learn these concepts from life experiences. Uh-huh. However, our individuals that have learning differences, they mm-hmm. learn differently. So they're not right. gathering the same information in the same way. Makes sense. Makes absolute sense. Okay, so after the initial um, step one, what are can you run us through the ten concepts, or is that just too much to do in a thirty-minute podcast? <laughs> um, I can give you the basics. On sure. It. So identity itself is the most important, mm-hmm. and that's where we start. Remember, I said yeah. the inverted pyramid. Then we go into change. Change is a life concept, and you, and everybody has challenges around change. Mm-hmm. But we take a very specific look at something becoming something else. I think that's really cool. I personally love change, but I'm one of those weirdos. Like, I don't know why I love it so much. I think I just like the adrenaline. I don't know, but I love change. And my kiddo definitely does not. 
there you go. So yeah. very common. Yeah. Then from change, we move into consequence. Mm. Consequence is something that happens as a result of something else. Right. Well, if your identity is not clear, hasn't fully developed, there are these things that are happening in life right. that you're not connecting to the fact that you caused them. So it's not uncommon for my students to blame everybody else. And not and, take ownership of it. Because they don't have that clear identity of self. Wow. So again, I, I'm going to quit talking about her. Keep going. Keep going. I want to hear more. <laughs> that one is actually really huge. That is huge. So I had students in my classes, you know, they would all, we all do things we're yeah. not supposed to do. And I had the kids that would get in trouble. And I could see on their faces, they're like, oh, she caught me. I'm busted. The big, bright look <laughs> in their eyes. You mean the one that they're like, you can see the, the wheels spinning behind? Like, what am I going to say? What am I going to say? Those, those students, you yeah. know, those are that, again, we're going to go into that neurotypical, that normal uh, expectation or uh -huh. thing that happens. But my students that had learning differences, they would do something, they would get in trouble, and their their faces would go blank. Yeah. Like literally blank. Uh -huh. I'd almost see them go white or they'd be like, well, yeah. that wasn't my fault. It was. It was. Yeah. They go into panic mode mm -hmm. and say anything that they don't even mean or they don't like, I, yeah, panic mode. So when I teach consequences well, I teach from a neutral place because so oftentimes consequences in life are well-disguised punishments. Yes, they are. So we take a look at, again, changes in the everyday. So let's say I walked outside and I it was raining and I forgot my umbrella. Uh-huh. Then we take a look at why did I get wet? Because you didn't get your umbrella. There you go. Right. Yeah. Those just very basic types consequences. Of it's not that doesn't sound so scary as I cheated on my homework assignment and my teacher <laughs> caught me or you know silly things like that. And sometimes I go as basic as um, flipping a light switch on, and then the light has come on. No, well, I mean the basic is probably a wonderful principle to start with, yes. so that they get the concept because yeah. that is probably one of the struggles is just having them absorb yes those concepts so that they really identify with them yes. Then we move on into time. Mm -hmm. So time, um, are you familiar with time blindness? I have not heard that <laughs> phrase, but explain it because I, I have, I'm assuming what that I and uh, know what it is when usually when you assume you make an ass of yourself. So please. <laughs> so uh, with time blindness, you have no awareness of time. So you and I have been sitting here, even if I couldn't see a clock, I know. could kind of be like, oh, yeah. we've been doing this about 10 or 15 minutes, uh -huh. 20 minutes since I walked in the door. Sure. But if you have time blindness, that does not exist. Now, actually, we all experience a version of this. Mm -hmm. So have you ever been driving in your car oh, yeah. to your destination? Your mind goes off into your imagination. And then you're like, I just got here. How did that, that happen? That trip should have took, taken an hour. And I've been, oh, my gosh, been driving for an hour. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's that's how I can get neurotypical individuals to understand what time blindness actually is. But I love neurotypical individuals. <laughs> I love that. I, I love it. I just love how you're turning everything from what we normally, how we speak normally. Like I'm, you're training me right now, Tina, to speak in a different language. And I really appreciate it because I think if there were more kiddos that had parents that understood them better, they wouldn't struggle so hard. Well, in their defense, this is very new information. It's that's completely to new. Come out. Yeah. I don't know any of it. So, yeah. yeah, please keep going. All right, we're on four, right? <laughs> I've lost track now. Okay. <laughs> that was time. That was, we were on time. 
Okay, so now we then we move into sequencing. Okay. There's five different types of sequence. They apply to everything in the world. Really? So, the f- so again, think about this, I think, in pictures, mm-hmm. all right? Almost like 52-card pickup. Right. The pic- pictures become random. Yeah. And they don't connect together. Oh, that's so hard. Then we move into sequencing to where we talk about a sequence of time. Mm-hmm. So an individual that has learning differences, sometimes they tell a story and they'll jump all over when mm-hmm. they're telling that story. There really isn't a beginning, a middle, and an end. Mm-hmm. We take a look at that. Mm-hmm. So they probably struggle sometimes with you know normal English assignments where you're creating the intro, creating the closing. I'm, I'm just remembering some homework assignments I had to help my kiddo with. And then creating the middle in, in the sequential order. She definitely struggled with that. Well, and then if you don't understand cause and effect as is related to consequence, you're going to struggle right. with that as well. That totally makes sense. Okay. So we're piecing together all of our different points here. Yes. And then in the sequencing, we get in sequence size, we get in sequence amount, mm-hmm. we get into the sequence of somebody told you to. Mm-hmm. Now, what do I mean by that? Do you remember being in school and um, we had to put headers on our papers? Depending on if you were the English teacher versus the math teacher versus mm-hmm. the social studies teacher. Might be a little bit different. Yes. And then they have trouble remembering mm-hmm. the order that the information is, is wanted. And then finally, sequence of importance. So what is the most important? If I'm having a test today in school or I've got a huge project Mm -hmm. due at work, Mm -hmm. what do I need to make sure that I get done first? And then what comes second and what comes third? She so struggles with that. Oh, my goodness. Because, yeah, like she could be busy messing with something little and trivial while we have this other animal that we're trying to combat over here. And why is that? So again, we're going back to those pictures, and those pictures don't link together. Makes sense. And and, and then we're creating um, that ability to understand again the neurotypical mind or what mm-hmm. what typically the world is doing. The other thing is remember thirty two pictures per second. So the amount of information that they're processing is just mind blowing. So oftentimes, especially when I get into like the autism spectrum, yeah. they appear to be going much slower than everybody else. In all truth, they are considering so many things and such a greater amount of information that they're going so much faster than what we are. But us neurotypical individuals don't recognize that. We're just like, they're not going anywhere but because we just don't understand, right? Um, so that is why, is it just a lack of understanding where the self-esteem comes from then? Because the neurotypical people maybe don't understand them, like their parents, their school teachers, their colleagues at work, depending. And I have heard, and maybe you can share with me if this is true, um, the older individuals get that maybe they don't suffer as much, just naturally, chemically, their bodies maybe, I don't know, change over time? Or is that totally not true? I don't know. I'm a teacher at the end of the day, so not you, you a typically, doctor. Yeah. I would tend to want to debate that. Well, and that's why I'm curious of what your experience has I been. I think we get better at masking. I think we oh, get better at covering it up. That makes much more sense. But then you also see the anxiety come up because oh. we are working so hard to cover up. And you can only live in that world for so long before everything seems to crash down around you and then starts the depression yeah. that happens as a as a result of the anxiety. It's like everything there is so connected. 
And it's so hard when you have somebody that you love suffering and you don't know where even to start to help them. So what I'd love to do, Tina, is um, I want to get back to your your website is simplelearningedu.com, right? Mm-hmm. And if somebody wanted to find you, they would want to go to your website mm-hmm. or LinkedIn, connect with you there. Yes. And let me see. I just had that up. And... Let me get over here. Yeah, for I should not allow me to drive this this device. <laughs> well, and so oftentimes too, I just give my phone number. I just just like giving oh, yeah. my business card. I say 812-614-7614 because the information that I'm sharing is so new. Mm-hmm. I really prefer to have a conversation with somebody because it is new enough when I start talking, it takes somebody a little time to link it or make the connection to prior information. So do you find, are most folks that are seeking you out today, are they parents of children that are that are suffering or are they the individuals themselves? Interestingly enough, when I first started, of course, I was working with students. I was mm-hmm. a teacher and then I went right. into being a private tutor. Because of the sound device and the adults saw such a huge change mm-hmm. in their children that they're like, I'm going to fit this on. I'm going to try this. And so it has opened up a whole niche that I am working with adults, young adults, children. So my youngest student was eight years old and my oldest client was 58 years old. (laughs) That is so cool. Because at the end of the day, we're talking about focus. Yeah. And I am teaching. I might be using different examples for a child versus an adult, but I'm still teaching the same thing no matter. So basically, this emits a frequency every eight seconds. Mm -hmm. As you started the show, you said it was like your tapping of your student to bring them back. Yes. Literally pulls them out of their imagination into the now or into the present. And so what does that do for them? When they come back into the present moment, then now they can go, oh, wait a minute. I would kind of drift it off. Yes. And then what? Just- and that well, that's something that we all do. I think mm-hmm. everybody can identify with, you know, totally spacing out and going off into your imagination and mm-hmm. then coming back and going, oh, okay. So if I have a specific project that I'm working on that I want to get done, I'm going to get that done finished. I'm going to finish it sooner mm-hmm. versus later. If I'm trying to learn, I'm going to be able to remember the information much quicker than what I could before. So your recommendation is you work up to two hours a day and perhaps wearing it when maybe you know you're needing to be able to focus better. Yes, absolutely. Whether it's at work, at school, at home, wherever it is, like if you know you have a day. So is it okay to wear it longer than two hours or what? why would? Absolutely. I have some clients that wear eight hours a day. It's unique to the individual. And I also have a gentleman that's a workaholic. Uh So he's always thinking and concentrating on work and he will wear it while he's with his family so that he can maintain and stay in the present with his family and stop thinking about work. Oh, so that, wow. I, I think that's incredibly interesting. I love that. So if you have any reason, it's not just the focus, because there, there's like so much truth to that. I'm, I'm guilty. I'm a workaholic sometimes. And so if I had something to help remind me to stay in the moment with who I'm with in the moment, that's huge. Because, you know, we all have our distractions. We all have our cell phones. They're constantly beeping, chiming, alerting. Yeah. And I I. I personally think that my cell, my daughter's cell phone is probably the worst thing for her. Well, it's almost like social media is the enemy of focus. <laughs> it really 
really is. <laughs> it's so true. It is so true. And then, you know, you fight. I mean, at least as a parent, I was fighting her to try to limit her time on it. Mm. And I actually, I should have brought it up. I have a picture of her from, you know, she was probably 13 years old at the time. And she was so used to falling asleep with her phone in her hand. Oh, wow. I caught a picture of her. Her phone had dropped out of her hand, and but her hand was still setting just like that because mm-hmm. I could never get it out of her. Like she always wanted, and still to this day, I mean, kiddos, I'm guilty too because I use it for work, but always, 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 always looking at her phone. And that's really distracting. It is. And we almost get into that disoriented or tired place. Mm-hmm. And then we get, I call it getting stuck in the scroll. Oh, yeah. And we all do it. Yeah. And it's like you're, you're. Ah, I shouldn't be doing this. I need to stop. And then it just keeps going. It just keeps going. It just keeps going. Yeah. I mean, you can't go anywhere these days without seeing people. They have two seconds to kill. Oh, let me scroll through and see what so-and-so is doing on Facebook today. Yeah. You know, we, we all totally do it. Okay. So gift idea. If you have somebody that you know and love and you want them to have one of these, and my daughter actually uses hers because I'm going to try again, um, 20% off discount. Yes. And they just need to go to your website at simplelearningedu.com. Yes. And then they can get themselves one of these, get one for everybody in their stocking stuffers who they know is not neuro... Wait, what was that word again? (laughs) Neuro... Not neurotypical. Not neurotypical. <laughs> so I, I don't know. I'm pretty sure I'm not neurotypical. I probably need to wear this myself. Um, but I, I want to make sure that we hit all of the topics. And there was one thing I really want to do. This. So this is your actual website. This is, yeah. And you have some beautiful testimonials on here. You have a- Angelia. Yes. Yes. Now, she actually came to me. Um, she had struggled through school. She mm-hmm. had been in the military, and she decided to go back to college. Okay. And... Very talented, very gifted. She got really great, great grades, but she was like me, the amount of work she had to put in to accomplish. And she said, is there any way that we can, you can help me? Um, And it was so exciting. So she suffered with dyslexia. That was her challenge. Mm -hmm. And then after we worked together, she managed to cut her study time in half. That's huge. And her other fear was public speaking, like mm-hmm. just terrified mm-hmm. to do public speaking. And she uh, now does it. The end of, she does public speaking. Which oh, is so that's exciting. so cool! Yeah, yeah. Wonderful lady. You know, I actually had that same. I, I suffered from that too. I know it's mm-hmm. hard to believe seeing me sitting here today because <laughs> uh, I won't shut up now. But uh, one thing that helped me was Toastmasters. I don't know if you're familiar with I that. I am. I love Toastmasters. I love it too. And I always tell everybody, give it a try because it helps you get over that fear. Because like anything, you. Gain self-esteem when you go and face those things that scare you. Yeah. And a lot of people don't, you know, choose to do that. So, I, you know, good job, Angelia. And then you have Ryder down here as a kiddo. Oh, this young man I loved because I sat down with him and I said, okay, if I can change anything in your world, what is it you would like for me to change? And uh-huh. he said, Mrs. Kramer, you know that desk at the front of the room where the kids get in trouble and you have to sit there? And I'm like, yeah, I know what you're talking about. And he goes, that's my permanent seat. He had ADHD. Uh-huh. He was constantly in trouble. Uh-huh. He was struggling. And he's like, I don't want to sit there anymore. You know, my daughter hated sitting there, hated sitting there. And she would always fight that and always want to sit in the back because she didn't want people staring at her. Mm-hmm. And that was just that, I don't know, fear of ridicule probably or of acceptance and all of those other things, so, which leads right to the whole self-esteem thing. Yeah. You know, it, it is hard in school. I know my daughter really hated school. And, and we were so grateful, honestly, if it hadn't been for COVID. I don't even know if she would have gotten through it all the way because um, she hated it that much. 
Well, and it's heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking for the teachers, the parents, and the student. Yeah. For everybody, because it's due to a lack of understanding. I always say, if I can get the opportunity to talk and raise awareness, we so need to raise awareness of what can be done and what is possible. That's why I don't say disabilities anymore. No. I say differences. Differences, because they're just different. Mm -hmm. Who said said neurotypical people are better? Nobody. Mm Mm-mm. But I think society makes people feel that way, especially if they feel like they're on the outside. And that's where they're being put in that front seat up in the front so the teacher can watch you like a hawk is, you know, really separating you from the rest of the pack, which I know really hurt her growing up because she always wanted to fit in. Well, and there is evidence to support that we're seeing an increase in learning differences. Now, I'm working from a model to where we're seeing an introduction of an intelligence Mm -hmm. above and beyond anything that we've seen before. That's fascinating. In the school systems, the educational system, Mm -hmm. we've got to catch up to them. Right. We really do, and we haven't even begun. So you do tutoring. I do. That's one of the services you offer. Um, I know we got Lenny here who talks about the sound device, and we can definitely make sure we have a link to our website so people can listen to Lenny's story in April as well. Um, if there's anything you'd like to highlight from them. Otherwise, I'd love to go to the things that you offer. Is there anything here on your website you'd like me to point out? Um, so what I really love to do is have conversations with individuals. So you can go to my website uh-huh. to be able to order the sound device, but the actual programs, I do one-to-one programs, mm-hmm. but then I also do group programs and I prefer to talk to the individual so I can decide what's the best fit for them. So right. we get them well on their way to success. So you're doing group therapy then? Or do you not like to call it that? I would say, again, I'm a teacher. I really am an educator. So So they're coming in learning. No, they're coming in learning. I am. You're just teaching them. I I love it. So you have group teaching sessions then. (laughs) I'm going to make sure to say it right. Group teaching sessions. And if I wanted to help my daughter maybe get signed up for a group teaching session, the first step would be going to your website? Yes. Okay. And then just send me a message, email, Uh or or telephone call. Or telephone call. And again, your phone number? 812-614-7614. And I know I've got your email all over my marketing stuff, but if you want to say it here, please. Uh, What's your email address? KramerTina.email at gmail.com. KramerTina.email at gmail.com. Okay, we'll make sure to have the link for you guys to get a hold of Tina. I am so excited. I'm so grateful, too, to have you come and talk to me so I can learn more. And is there any way I can get myself another one of the instruction manuals for this guy? Absolutely. We'll take care of you. Absolutely. (laughs) Because whoever ends up with this guy, I want to make sure they have the instruction manual. (laughs) Thank you, Tina, for joining us today. And you guys, um, if you know anybody who has these wonderful differences, the, the ability to have all these pictures in their head and honestly very intelligent yeah uh get them in over here with tina she can help them i'm like i just am grateful for the information you shared with me today and i'm hoping that will help my daughter in the long run so thank you again tina for joining us absolutely thank you so much all right guys i'm gonna give it a try again with my daughter but if she ends up not using this and it's definitely a wonderful tool for anyone who has been blessed with these incredible abilities to see 32 images in one second, um, email me at my team at Integrity All Stars. If you're the first one to email me, if Sarah doesn't end up liking it, I'll be happy to mail it to you. But don't forget, 20% off if you guys order by the 23rd. What a great show. And thank you for joining us on our mutual journey to becoming unharmable and successful in all of our experiences while we're here in this school of life. 
We hope you enjoyed it. If you watched us on YouTube, please like and subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. Likewise, if you're catching us on one of our podcast platforms, be sure to follow us so you never miss out on another one of our shows again. Remember that if you ever have a question about real estate or any of the other topics we cover, check us out on the web, www.gratefulheart.tv, for all of our links to connect with us. I'm on vacation every single day Cause I love my occupation Hey, hey, hey I'm on vacation every single day Every, every single day